Hello and welcome to the QA Therapy Podcast. Are you looking to improve your overall testing and quality practices? My name is Sergio Freire and I'm a solution architect and a testing advocate at X-Ray. And my name is Cristiano Cunha and I'm also a solution architect and test advocate. And we'll be your hosts and QA therapists throughout this series. In this podcast, we're going to tackle some of the most common testing and quality challenges that we all face in our teams. So if this sounds good to you, keep on listening. Quality, it's not a game that you can play alone. Quality, it's not a role or a stage in your process. Everyone must build a quality mindset and consider quality in all the stages of your process. Quality engineering will help you achieve that goal. But what is quality engineering and how can it help you and your team? To assist us with this topic, we have a special guest with us, so please stay tuned. Let's see what really brings you here. What are the symptoms you may be feeling that uh, may indicate that you have a problem? Ask yourself, is quality only a concern of the development teams? Or do you feel that in your company, quality is a responsibility of one team or person? Or even do you see each team in your company redefining the quality solutions for the same challenge? So perhaps the, the problem here is something that we need to, to think a bit. I think that all this are symptoms that quality is not being addressed in the better way. Quality is not broadly addressed within the company and we keep reinventing the wheel for the same challenges. The teams are not sharing or caring about the overall company goal or they're only focused on in their particular goal. There is a lack of alignment about what quality means and who and when it should be addressed. Let's dive a bit into this topic. And so it's time for our diagnosis and pre prescription. And today we have here with us Antoine Krask, our expert QA therapist to assist on diagnosis and prescription on these symptoms related to quality engineering. Antoine was born in France and wanted to be a musician, but he has shifted towards software engineering in La Redoute. Exposed to a big company, he started to have challenges in data pipelines and continuous integrations, where he discovered the huge need for quality in the overall process. He's a frequent speaker and participant on testing conferences, and he's also the, uh, the author of the QE unit or quality engineering unit, a, commun a community that aims to help everyone unlocking the quality engineering challenges. Welcome, Antoine. Are you comfortable on our QA therapy couch? Yes, yes. Hello, Sergio and Cristiano. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for the warm welcome. <laughs> so let's start our, our podcast today. And um, I, I want to ask you in, uh, uh, if you can define for us uh, in a few sentences, uh, what is quality engineering in your perspective? Yeah, so you have in fact two two or three points to share there. I think the first one that is probably more uh, clear for the people, it's uh, the mission of quality engineering that we define in the community is to leverage the technology to grow business for today and tomorrow. 
So we see that we are really about quality as a means to support the overall technology and software perimeter that in the end should support the business growth and reinvention. So it's really not a pure quality or software topic. And the definition we set in the community is that quality engineering, it's a software paradigm. So it's like a, a, a powerful force acting behind the scene. And we that it constrains the entire software life cycle to continuous value delivery. So if you know a bit around DevOps, where we, we talk about continuous delivery, in fact, what we are searching with quality engineering, it's continuous value delivery. Because as you, are, as you are sharing, quality means a lot depending on who you talk to, but it's a lot about the value you are able to to deliver. Yeah. So and one acronym we use a lot in, uh, we talk a lot and we use a lot in quality engineering, it's quality at speed. So we are not around software at speed, quality at speed. So we are like uh, a level above. Nice. And, and why do you felt the need to create a community around this particular subject? Yeah, for me, one, it was, it starts with a personal pain, I would say, that I also find in my company and in other companies. And I think it represents also the limitation or areas of improvement of the software ecosystem. I think we have a lot of vertical expertise and you are talking about silos in organization, but we have silos in small team, but we are also big vertical silos. So product management, QA, software operation, etc. So we tried a bit to break silos with DevOps. That is today much more than only Dev and Ops. It's already talking about security by design and other type of concerns. But I felt also the same, I would say, uh, loneliness with communities. If you want to go to uh, QA communities, you have a lot. If you want to go to software communities, you have a lot. But I was searching with communities to discuss transversally, and I felt a, a bit a lot, in fact. But it's normal. People go to verticals they are used to. And it's really also what we are trying to, to achieve with quality engineering is we, we need really deep vertical expertise. They are needed to build the business and specific for machine learning, security. You need expertise. But what we are trying to do in quality engineering and it's what we are doing in the community is this horizontal perspective. And it's where I felt the need to create that community because I didn't find any community of such sort uh, acting on that space. Yeah. That's that's interesting. Uh, I can also say that from the late, latest uh, conferences that I was able to attend, that this is like one topic that uh, that comes a lot. So even in the last test flash UK, mm. um, quality engineering as a mm. topic is something that came. And um, so we are based here in Portugal and we have a saying in Portugal that says something like if everyone is responsible to feed the donkey he will eventually starve so if everyone is responsible for quality do you think no one will do you think we should have a single responsible yeah so I have various belief uh, it's not personal it's from what I see I think so the short answer is uh... A single responsible for quality, no, it does not work because yeah, mm -hmm. it's like in politics, etc. And in the end, no one does nothing. But I think fin, we have two things to have in fin, that I think for me are really strong principles. I think there's no single responsible, but at least there should be one accountable. And I think what things that should change that uh, in companies is that the accountable for quality engineering normally should be the CIO. So 
if you have issues in the technology that is impacting the customer or whatever, you don't have to say it's because I have a wrong CTO, the wrong yeah. CIO or whatever. I think the top single accountable should be the CIO. And in maybe very large group, you can delegate to some sort of a group CIO or something like that. And after I think what should be implemented and the end result is yes, quality is everyone's responsibility because you have specified and uh, goes down into, okay, quality in this type of software, which this team is responsible for, I don't know, in specific domain, five software component. You have this cross-functional team that have the end-to-end -end responsibility for quality on delivering, uh, treating the issue with the customer and you, but you need to fine-grain responsibility model uh, defined in the company. So after you need to clarify, for example, if you have a security team, it should be quite clear. There is various models available. Either you have a very central team that is single responsible for security, but companies that want to go faster on the market, they need to be able to delegate part of, for example, the security responsibility to transversal team. And I think this is where the role of management is very important to, to clarify this type of ambiguity and gray zone that also need to change according to the maturity of uh, organization. So yeah, so short answer, no. Management have to implement <laughs> uh, a quality responsibility model, mm -hmm. which is not uh, a single stuff to do very quickly in two months. I think it's a continuous work of management. Yeah, yeah. so basically you, you talk about some changes that need to be done. So what is really quality engineering changing and what will change uh, in specific for organizations? Mm -hmm. I think one thing that is very changing is the type of work we are going to expect from the different stakeholders on the life cycle. So to, we are talking today more for QA therapy and tester, but I think we see also the market is evolving quickly in terms of, of maturity to change the work we have we have been used to. So, and we have the same in DevOps role, infrastructure engineer. We are all progressing in the abstraction layer. So it means that infrastructure engineer or tester that were used to do a lot of code and manual integration, script, etc. Big majority are starting to adopt some simple uh, automation platform, etc. to simplify work they were used to. And I think it's the first step we already see in the, the last two years, I would say two, three years with the largest cloud adoption. The next stage that will come in with quality engineering is that much more, much more of the work and the value of the stakeholder, it's up, uh, upper in the software lifecycle. So we are a lot around the architecture integration of components. For example, if you work in QA and testing, a big part of the job today, it's much more around test orchestration, within software delivery pipelines, integration with product management tool, reporting to have faster decision, etc. And it's one example of quality engineering is that you have each product that are much more modular, much more smaller, doing things well, and you need to interconnect and choose the right piece because things change fast for the business. So you need to be able to, to, in, to interchange specific part of your systems. And I think it's where come quality engineering is that you, you have been able to drill down your information system into smaller parts. I think that you you already um, touched a bit of this point, but uh, and whenever we, we start our conversation, we are uh, quality. If you ask different people what it means, we all get uh, for sure different answers. But I, I think that most times uh, we have this kind of misconception that quality 
is seen only as a testing in the strict sense, or that is only this part of the software testing. Mm-hmm. How can we change or, or what is your advice in changing this, this view to think, think on quality in a broader perspective? Yeah. yeah, but for me, I like to start this type of uh, answer by tr- clarifying what which problem we are facing. And I think if we define the problem as quality is, is seen as only a testing responsibility, normally the, the, the current the normal symptoms that organizations have, the first one is a lack of mutual understanding. So they don't have, the, don't understand what is quality, etc. They think quality is testing, but it's not really that. So lack of alignment. The second one is a siloed organization that create a lack of transversality and they don't have the same mindset around what, what we are trying to build there. So I think uh, normally you need to go through various, various stages here to try uh, changing that um, that mindset. So I think the first thing to do is to align everyone on the definition of quality. So you have various stuff you can do there. You can look at ISO referentials that say quality is all those requirements, security, observability, functionality, etc. And people will say, whoa, what is that? <laughs> you can start to take some simple definition. You say Mainsberg is quality is value to someone. And if you have various stakeholders around the table, you can already start to challenge them around, okay, security, what is quality for you? And the guy from software engineering will say, ah, I didn't even know I have to matter to care about that for security. Product management will don't care at in the first uh, level. Anything about software and testing, they will just say, I want my value, my feature for tomorrow. And, and you need and a and lot the, of time there. And, and if you have this kind, uh, I'm not sure if you had, had this answer, it happened to me in the past. If you get like, oh, quality is, is having no, no bugs. And no, but in that case, for me, we, we need to take examples. I think uh, on saying that the quality is very subjective and depends who you are talking mm-hmm. to, and then it depends on the ecosystem your software is interacting with. But I like to take concrete examples for people in their daily life. So if someone says that, I, I can ask them, okay, but are you eating right? every day at Michelin restaurant? Are you taking always Qatar first line planes? No. You are just taking a Ryanair sometime and it's fine. It was 20 euro. You have not the great experience. You lose one hour of time outside, but you get the value at the end of the day. So I think in a lot of places, we need to get simple examples and also put options in the table instead of a single solution. Because you can say, I can try to make it bug free, but it will cost 1 million and it will be available in one year. I can make, I can make it best effort in two weeks and we'll try to solve the major bugs in two weeks after, and it will be in market in one month, and it will cost thousand dollars, thousand k dollars. And I think when people start to understand, okay, it means that okay, it is nine hundred k and eleven months to try to make it bug free, and it's not realistic. Okay, yeah. I understand. But I think it's really about making common making vocab- vocabulary and simple example. Yeah, choices also are very important. Yeah, I think it's it's really important. It seems uh, also like every mindset uh, changes that we have out there, something that is not easy to to do. And sometimes we have this comparison between quality engineering and one thing I really don't like, but that's out there that is quality assurance. 
because we need to assure quality. So what are the major differences? You've been talking about quality engineering, but mm. if you have to specify like the three top major differences between quality assurance and quality engineering, what will that be? Yeah, well, I think the main uh, difference in the mindset and the paradigm is that in quality assurance, it has evolved, but globally, you are trying to ensure a defined quality. So everything you try to do is firstly validating as fast as possible to give feedback to say, is it according to what we are expecting? And we try to adapt it, even if part of QA is trying to evolve in shift left, etc. But you are always trying to cope after the train, what you are defined, mm -hmm. is it right? And in quality engineering, you are trying first to build the right thing and then to build it right. And then you use QA to, as part of it, to validate uh, what you are building is okay and to have fast feedback loop, etc. So I would say really QA is one component of quality engineering, but you have much more to do outside of QA to, uh, to do quality engineering. Yeah. Yeah. So you talk about a lot of uh, how this will impact uh, how we deliver software, but actually for, for a tester or for the role of testing, what do you think or what is uh, the real changes if they start adopting quality engineering? Do they see something changing in their role or do you think they will not even notice it? Yeah, so normally what they, they will notice normally two types of changes from an internal and external uh, drivers. So from an internal perspective, they will be expected to do different type of tasks than the, what they are doing today. I think we have a lot of automation uh, testers that are used to progress in automation, different scripting language, etc. implement test suite, design, evolve in the maintenance, try to solve the infrastructure problems. But the company is much more expecting people to go uh, a bit what we saw in the evolution in quality assurance, be able to interact with product management on the requirement, etc. So avoiding to have like a product management, product owner, QA analyst, QA automation. So we expect people to grow in terms of competencies there if they go on the left but we may expect mm -hmm. them also to go on the right i think we have a lot of today of automation engineer that are ah, if it's in production i'm not confident if it involves platform or pipeline i'm not confident if i need to address observability i don't have a clue what is observability or i i, I, need, I know two buzzwords but they will need to know because if you want to improve the quality and you leverage the automation in part to do that you need to understand where you are interacting, etc. So I think the first driver, it's left or right, depending on the type of uh, career they want to choose. They will have to evolve there because this is what companies need to, to be able to iterate faster. And we already see that some things are changing due to the second factor, which is the external factor. It's the evolution of the platforms we see outside and the solution we have that are in fact changing after the role of internal people. For example, if you see Today, you have many, many developers that are starting to massively do test automation because they have much more easy to use tool to do automated tests that are able to, uh, they are much more easily integrated. They are able to do part of the testing automatically and they have native reporting available, for example. And this is one of the second change that is pushing the change of the tester role because certain part of the job of uh, QA automation is either done by platform automatically with the maturity of the ecosystem or directly by the, by the team that needs it because it's, it's more integrated. And it's where automation engineers need to increase their value across the life cycle to provide more, to increase the level of quality where it's not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
and I guess that um, I know the answer to it, but do, do you think um, one team or, or even one individual uh, can start changing towards quality engineering or, uh, or is it more a company effort that then needs to drill down? Yeah, well, there is an African proverb I put in this presentation two weeks ago that it's uh, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And I think yeah, it's yeah. what people need to do. In uh, It's what I, I like to, to talk more about uh, transition management rather than change management. Because I think in any change in organization, you are not seeing change as a, one day everything change or it grows. It's really about managing transition where you have certain type of behavior and states to, to handle. So if you, need, you want to start a quality engineering dynamic, you need to start, start small, else you have too much feedback loop, uh, no one is really convinced, etc. You are just going to fail. So normally you, you apply the standard uh, transition management. You need one leader, that can be you. So you are asking, is there one people? I think, yes, it needs to have one people starting the dynamic that will need to get one or two executive sponsor at the, at the COMEX that we need to build a small team of uh, good guys internally, etc. Need to sell the vision, make a very uh, early wins on a small scope that have business value to be able to demonstrate, okay, this is what we can do with quality engineering, etc. And after, progressively manage the different transition uh, until quality engineering have, uh, have grown maturity in the organization. But I think, yes, it's uh, it should start with someone, but it should quickly involve people if the dynamic okay. want to go far. Else it will yeah. die by itself three, six months, nine months after. Uh, yeah. Antoine, related to, let's say, we have been talking about transitioning and making these changes on the way that people work and the, the way that people deliver value at speed. Um, how can we actually measure the success of this of this change? Do, do you have any advice if uh, even if it makes sense to have some metrics that can provide uh, that can prove that that we are really moving towards uh, quality engineering and that is really helping the team yeah. or or this is something that is more like say subjective oh, because I know are, that uh, yeah Yes, there are, there are metrics. I think they should not be like the only star to look at because the metrics are only reflecting our partial vision of the reality we want to look at. And we know <laughs> metrics we look at, we optimize them. So they can be dangerous. Yeah, yeah. um, and also another uh, important point to consider is that today we don't have the sufficient maturity in terms of technology, AI, process mining, etc. to be able to have a, a good uh, correl cause correlation between metrics we are seeing and the cause. So, I will give some examples that I think are relevant to, to look at with a step back because yeah, we, we are not able to explain also <laughs> the relation. I think the first type of metrics companies must, must look at first, and this is where it's hard to make the link with technology, but it's business success as so they can define it. But what they sh their investment in quality engineering, it's to help accelerate the business reinvention with software. So they need to be able to measure uh, the innovation of projects, the lead time for project, for example, the NPS, customer attraction, customer activation, etc. Because what they are doing in quality engineering must help to improve these metrics. So if you implement uh, quality engineering and you are still lasting, I don't know, nine months, 
to put innovation in the market, you have failed somewhere because you should be able to remove steps, lead time, and to improve the business value and business reinvention. So this is the first category. The second one, I think, which is uh, important is more related to the organization and skills and people. So you can have a look at uh, for uh, a bit like customer uh, attraction, retention, internal NPS. Because normally the, the expectation also around quality engineering is that you are favoring a much more productive ecosystem to look at. People have a better sense of purpose because they feel a better alignment with their contribution with the business value one, etc. So you should be able to have uh, an improvement there. And after you can look at much more traditional uh, success uh, metrics like the one from uh, Accelerate, like the DORA metrics, no, where they no, added no. reliability. Mm -hmm. But this one, they are, the research correlated that this one with the elite performance improve also the business. So you should be looking at them. I think it's really a key performance uh, indicators. After, there are complementary metrics that can be cascaded depending on the context. So you can use uh, golden signals on observability, you can use uh, uh, the other type of uh, metrics on test automation, etc., for the stability, the speed, but they are only making sense since first you are sure that what you are looking at is valuable for the business and should you really do it, be doing it in the first place. So yeah, for me, it's really around this uh, big picture and business and technology contribution. Yeah, yeah. That should be looked at. Having the blend between technology and business because it's, it's not just about making great software, but is making great software that brings value to whoever is going to use it, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Software yes, is, is a solution. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's also part of the big uh, cultural shift that uh, that happens with uh, quality engineering that is very hard to measure, in fact. You know, to measure of how much people really see the value with the business, their contribution. Uh, and after, it's a bit like quality assurance. Sometimes it's how do you measure uh, the improvement of this bad decision you did not take? Yeah. Because it's also a lot about that, because you improve the decision making of people. So if you say, okay, I avoided a project that will have made close 500k to the company or 1 million, it's very hard to justify. But it's in fact what you are able to do if you do it properly. So I think it's also why it's important to involve management and executive committee from the beginning, because they will see this type of better decision through the process. And you, are, you don't have to try to justify it afterwards when it will not be listened. Thanks for being here with us, Antoine. Uh, time flies, and uh, yeah. and I think it was great. Uh, you really helped us understand what quality engineering is and how it can help our, our our organizations. And now it's time to actually put it in practice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks a lot for having me today. Great podcast. You're welcome. Thank you, Antoine. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. Before ending our episode, it's time for some vitamins. We know that in general, they're good for our health. In this case, we'll be talking about vitamin X, where X stands for X-ray. Quality is not the responsibility of one person or team. It must be a company goal. And to achieve it, we must be able to use tools that will help you achieve these goals. X-Ray is one of those tools that by enabling you and your team to work together in quality will foster the mentality change and increase collaboration. X-Ray will allow you to define tests and a test strategy for your releases and processes, 
in the same place as you are managing your product on a daily basis. And bring visibility over the quality topic to everyone in the company. So quality is everywhere. More than ever, quality is a team game. And to win it, we need more than just a couple of stars, but instead a cohesive team where every element understands the need of quality. All roles must understand what is the definition of quality for the company and translate it in their own domains. Act like a team, share information, processes, tools, frameworks that will mainstream quality and use quality engineering to guide you in your journey. So see you in our next therapy session. Happy testing. Happy testing.